Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Full Pelt Music Podcast. Shortly, we'll be joined by Sean McGowan, who releases his new album, Who on Earth, on April the 14th. But before then, the usual reminders from myself, if you would, please do follow Full Pelt on social media. We're on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And again, if you would, please do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, wherever you're watching or listening. Well, welcome Sean McGowan to the Full Pelt Music Podcast. Absolutely delighted to have you on. How are you this evening? Very good, thank you, mate. Yeah, just finished work. So I'm, uh, little, I'm sort of I'm coming back to life now. Yeah. I had a little, had a little sit down on the sofa a minute ago and I sort of felt me, me head going, but I'm all right now. I'm all good. Bless you. Bless you. Good day, I hope. Yeah, always a good yeah. day, man. Always Excellent. Yeah, love it, love it. And obviously you've got a few good days coming up because we've got some good stuff to talk about. Obviously a new album coming out uh, yeah. and, a, and a real proper tour of the UK as well. Not just one of those tours that hits like a few of the major cities. You're properly going for it, which is fantastic. Um, we'll start off by speaking about Casanova, though, because that's mm-hmm. your most recent uh, pre-release single that has literally just come out um, ahead of the album. So yeah. what can you tell us about the single? You know, what, what is Casanova about, as it were? Well, I think it's it's kind of like um I'm a big Springsteen fan anyway, but uh I felt I felt like uh I'd been flirting with a Springsteen esque song for a while now. And I've probably come close before, but um yeah, with a I just kind of as soon as I um I'd written the uh the chorus. I could hear the keys, I could hear the sax, and I could, I could, it just sort of made sense. So, uh, I guess I get it came together quite easily, really. And, um, it just, it felt like, it felt like, uh, it was the right time to sort of throw the kitchen sink, as it were, at it, you know. But also, as well, that, that, that song, um, I kind of, um, I guess I've been toying with the idea, uh, lyrically for, for a couple of years as well, in terms of, uh, it's just observation um as is everything all right to be honest with you but it's just observation and it kind of felt like um i don't know it, there's been a big shift sort of just pre-covid that's con- continued in terms of like um stylistically culturally uh subculturally and i, f- I found it quite interesting um uh and just wanted to tackle it i guess and i thought if we're going to tackle something like that might as well do it pretending to be bruce springsteen and i Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, that is something I've always loved. Yeah, about your um work, the lyrical content is always so kind of real and and down to earth, as it were. Um, and um, obviously, yeah, the the three singles that have come from the album so far, "Man Up," "On the Up," and obviously "Casanova," um, yeah. certainly show that you know that that element of of your uh, artistic side hasn't hasn't gone away. And obviously, I'm really looking forward to. To hearing the album as i'm sure everyone listening to the podcast will be as well um so, much, mate. yeah so who on earth come on more often with these compliments <laughs> bless you bless you so um obviously uh who on earth is out very soon as we talk so april the 14th it's out so by the time listeners hear this it may well be out already um but for those that you know have perhaps um not heard the the full album yet you know what can they expect then is it um as it were it always sounds a bit derogative more of the same of obviously where you've been but obviously yeah. with, with, with Casanova you know you have you know you've shown an expansion of, of of you know the the sound um that you're putting out there so you know what what should listeners expect from who on earth I think um I ju- when I when 
I was writing these uh, songs, I I was conscious of, of being a little bit more precise um, in my writing. Um, kind of, I, I know what I'm, I just I go on and on and on basically, and then that just that's me in life, me trying to, you know explain something as you're about to find out now but um also just that was sort of reflected in the music which wasn't necessarily um um an issue but i found myself like finding it difficult like i i find in, engaging in in something you know uh for a length period of time quite difficult anyway so i, I wanted to sort of be kind of just a little bit more precise you know and a little bit more um to the point on a, on a lot of things i felt like uh some of my writing as well i, I kind of felt like um i was getting into the, kind of getting into a world of i can write more lyrics than anyone else i can make things rhyme that shouldn't rhyme and it, it felt like it's just i don't know i felt like a bit of a wanker a lot of the time do you know what i mean and then playing them live as i'm getting older and fatter is a lot harder like to get, <laughs> get them all out um so i think uh a lot of a lot of what was going through my mind like i guess kind of artistically as wanky as that sounds um was when it, this record was to make it a little bit more to the point and a little bit more um uh i don't know just a just a, a, a little bit more digestive uh easier to digest and uh so when we like for instance with the production we went with uh neil kennedy at the ranch who's a good friend of mine and has been for for many years uh but we hadn't worked together prior to that and uh, he's done you know he's done loads of bands uh yeah creeper he did creepers first records um who are also good friends of mine so it just kind of do you know what i mean it just came around full circle and when i was speaking to neil i was one of the things i said is i i wanted um every record i've ever made has been made with the attitude not necessarily by me but by by sort of um uh a production sort of view has been kind of right let's keep it raw let's keep it you know exactly like the live the live show and i was just like well i've got the live show for a live show yeah you know i want to i want to make a i want to make a an album that i'm going to listen to in 10 years and it's not going to make me cringe or you know um anything like that so so production wise it's a lot it's it's a lot it's bigger it's bigger you know the soundscape's bigger they there's more um the instrumentation is better i've i've ex explored with you know using my head voice and trying to you know get get different performance out of me um that i haven't really put on record before um yeah we just we really I, I guess it's, it is you know a nice cliche to say but it's just a sort of matured sound and uh and a little bit uh, a little bit more risky in certain areas and a little bit more um i don't know just a just a little bit i've been doing this a long time it, <laughs> you know it's diff it's difficult to stay interested and it's difficult it's definitely difficult to stay motivated so i wanted to make an album that the album that i wanted to make um and sort of not even really you know think for a second what other people would think about it and then just hope that you know we meet somewhere along the line and they think it's all right you know oh definitely definitely and i think that, that that's important really to like as you put it you know make the music that you want to make um and not necessarily worry about other people because you know just it's, it's a good philosophy in all walks of life really you know don't yeah. worry about what other people are thinking and do what you want to do 
um, yeah. and and really interesting as well that you touched upon. Um, obviously, you know, with the the fuller expanded sort of sound and obviously being more uh, adventurous, as it were. Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, what when you play live, um, often you are accompanied by a band, but of course, occasionally it's just you and, and a, a guitar up there. So I was going to ask around, you know, when you are writing a new album, you know, yeah. how much thought has to go into um, how can I play this song live? But clearly, that's something that you've sort of considered and almost sort of put to one side for this record yeah yeah just didn't think yeah. about it yeah, yeah yeah which um it's a um is a ball ache now but um <laughs> especially the stuff like at the higher end of my range like we um what was it we did we played a gig in december we were in rehearsals and uh i think on the up was out and uh we were rehearsing on the up and i was singing it i was like oh fuck i can't sing this like it is right up there and you add that sort of like well i know i can sing it because i sing it on the record <laughs> i must yeah. be able to do it um and it took me it took me a little a little while to to be able to get comfortable in that you know that higher end of my register and um but that's that's you know that's sort of what it's about that's that that's interesting you know i rehearse then um like i said when you've been doing it for as as long as i have and also haven't released in as long as i have you know you it's the same it's a you're you're regurgitating the same songs you know it's muscle memory and you and you're comfortable and um and everything is sort of you know is uh i, I mean I, would, I wouldn't i wouldn't say it's easy but it's you know on the easier end of a of a complexity scale you know it, um so even that's been enjoyable and we've been, you know, we've been in rehearsing for the last, I don't know, six weeks or something prior to this tour. And, um, yeah, I'm just finding things like even with the guitar, where I haven't been playing as much guitar as as I used to. Now, now you know, I'm working full time and all the rest of it. So, like, even things like that, I'm like, my dexterity is not as good as it was. So, it's like, I have to work. Like, I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm practicing, you know, and, um, and I'm enjoying it. And I think that's that's something that i had uh i think some of the enjoyment had just a probably you know it was over covid so i couldn't yeah. play anyway but i think a lot of the enjoyment sort of uh disappeared from it for me then and um thankfully been able to sort of you know through this this process of of doing the job that it is is it's sort of come back to me you know which has been it's been uh refreshing yeah yeah and it's really nice to, to hear um and obviously it's a really tough industry at the best of times but of course covid and the effects that covid and, and even other things like brexit have had on, yeah. on the music industry have made it really really tough um and obviously realistically you know it, it was a big decision um for, for you to to record and put out uh, an album in this climate realistically so i mean i don't know if you are able just to talk around that decision you know a little bit about you know how you decided that yeah i'm gonna go for it yeah it's kind of stupid really but um in, hind <laughs> in hindsight um but yeah to be to be quite honest what what we did was um um we i was with a label before and we i had the album ready to go and i knew how i wanted to record it and i knew um i knew it wouldn't we couldn't do it on the cheap i knew it, we had to you know spend spend more than we were used to spending and we'd have to um take risks and stuff and obviously it was covid time so cash flow 
for everyone was was um uh didn't exist did it yeah so um i decided to basically go go independent and i was i was kind of thinking i knew i was i turned 30 in february and i i knew like at some there was going to be a point at some that you know in the next how few years where i, I was going to have to um uh well it's gonna have to pay bills you know or well i've been paying bills for a long time but you know <laughs> what i mean um i was gonna have to sort of grow up and uh and and act on that rather than just thinking oh everything's gonna be okay um so i had that in the back of my mind and i thought right i've got i've got one potentially one last go at this this could be it's either going to be the first album of the rest of my career or it's going to be you know the last album i ever made so i, I wanted to do it in a certain way and i wanted to have no regrets so um yes yeah, so i made decisions to go into independent which then brings its its uh you know other challenges because then you have cash flow issues so like uh for instance we we uh recorded everything uh the budget was gone then we sort of waited we recorded in 2021 so it's taken that long yeah. to be in a position where I've had to, I've basically used my mortgage savings that, which uh, my girlfriend is delighted about. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I've used my savings to fund uh, everything basically. So it's all, it's like, it's, it's like, you, they, it's loaded now, you know, there's like, there's so much more pressure on it. Um, Vinyl is expensive, uh, CDs are expensive, merch expensive, and everything is more expensive than it was last time round, you know? So um, it's difficult. And hotels are now more expensive. Yeah. Fuel Fuel's now more expensive. Uh, fees on tour are worse than they were. Uh, permissions that you get from are now more than they were. So you earn less and have more costs. So it's it is a bit stupid really to to uh i've not made it easy for myself but i i kind of thought i was in a position where i, was like, I don't think i'd be able to live for myself n not doing it you know not not having it having a having a punt so like um i get the mate i've been I put in hotels on klarna and yeah. stuff like that like for for this tour um and I don't like it's it's quite funny because I was sort of talking about the ideas like would I even like mention that to anyone? And I kind of think it's important, you know, because yeah. like I've done I've like I've 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 had no like real success or anything in my career on a industry sort of level, but I've like, you know, I've done things I never imagined I'd ever be able to do and had the best time ever. And so in in my eyes, I've had, you know, more success than I ever thought I'd have. And um I think it's quite easy to you know to to read into perception as opposed to uh what the reality is and i feel like you know there's so many people that tune themselves up or or feel you know that they're they're not um reaching where they should or you know, whatever it may be and it's kind of like well this you know i've been doing this since like, professionally since i was 17 and uh, that's like 13 years now i've had doing this as as a job and it's um i've never once been able to you know live comfortably yeah. and um and that's not an issue that's not that's not me crying like crying about it I, I always i always knew that but that's um i think that's just a, a reality that 
a lot of other people didn't realize was true you know so um so yeah and then obviously with brexit and everything else it's um and costs at home getting more expensive you know uh energy bills and all the rest of it is this um it all it all takes a hit and then you've got another thing where ticket sales are down from yeah. previous years so you basically got everything everything single thing that could be against you is against you and that you know that's the way it is and it's kind of i don't know i'm always in two, two minds about this because i'm kind of like well you know it shouldn't be this way for one um yeah. but i'm also like well i decided to put a record out and go on tour so suck it up and get on with it you know and it's always i'm always teetering one day if it's a good day i can be confident if it's a bad day you know it's a it's a panic but yeah yeah, but yeah so so it's been difficult to be honest with you yeah. really really difficult but you know it's money it comes and goes yeah. and it? it's like whatever <laughs> so save again i guess go back to work but um yeah yeah no it, i mean it is brutal out there for for everyone no matter what what walk of life you know or, or what your career chosen career is i mean obviously the music yeah. industry as you described you know it's a perfect storm at the moment every single thing that could be against you is is against you and obviously it's really refreshingly you know honest of you to to talk about it so candidly and this um obviously yeah a really important sort of thing that i tried to get across um is is we're all short of money you know yeah the, the fans are short of money and and yeah mm -hmm. obviously the price of an arena ticket to go see a big band these days is extortionate you know and yeah. all i would do is encourage people you know instead of doing that just pop along to two or three you know um yeah. smaller shows at your local venue save on the travel money save on you know that that big ticket and you can catch you know a few shows for a fraction of that price and obviously it's going to be helping out you know the grassroots of, of the industry both in terms of artists and venues and, and everything that goes around from that so i mean that that is a key thing that i always try to to stress and obviously yeah um a really brave decision from yourself obviously to, to press ahead um and you know fingers crossed obviously it's gonna gonna work out um right that... brave or stupid mate <laughs> I mean, stupid but quite often a fine a... line between the two though isn't there <laughs> either works for me man i'm i'm, I'm happy and settled with either <laughs> excellent uh, well another brave thing that it looks like you did uh I i'm fascinated by the artwork for the album oh um, yeah <laughs> so um for those that haven't seen it you you'll be able to see it in the um sort of uh sort of bio of the, the this episode and everything and obviously if you yeah. pop along to sean's website and <laughs> and purchase a copy of the album you'll get to see it there as well um yeah. but yeah it, it's obviously um you know uh, yourself with you know a boxer's glove you know fist coming across so, i mean you know how was the shoot for that? And, you know, were you actually, you know, punched? Was I actually punched? <laughs> yeah. I, um, so we shot it. We actually shot it in uh, the bar barbers I work in. And um, it was quite funny because uh, it was uh, Cameron O'Connell, a good friend of mine, filming it um, uh, and shooting it. Uh, another good friend, uh, Sam Carter, who's done all my artwork for this campaign uh directing it and then dean who plays guitar for me who is also trained in mixed martial arts uh pun punching me and uh so i had the i had the idea Basically, the whole who on earth thing it was yeah uh, uh, came around because um uh, there's a song that's not released yet uh that we will we'll, it will be focusing on when the album's out 
which is net fucking hours next week. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's titled Who on Earth? And um, the words were um, Who the fuck prior to Who on Earth? And I was just like, it was just too aggressive. And um, I, I was trying to deliver it in different ways. And I, the, although the song is has you know there's there's uh some sort some sort of aggression in there it, it's it's not it, it it wasn't coming across right and then i so i was cha- basically i changed it whilst recording lyrics to to who on earth which just felt a little more felt a little softer felt a little bit more um philosophical felt a little bit more uh self-aware so that's basically how we ended up with the the album title well, the title for the album and title for for that song and i already had various different ideas for for artwork and um i was sort of uh toying with them i had a gap at work and i was sat uh in the staff room at work and i was just you know looking flicking through instagram and um i, I just sort of like just got me thinking um there was one of those videos. I can't remember what they're called. There's these two Australian guys, and basically, that it's like a modern day jackass or something, and they just they beat the shit out of each other, essentially, you know. And, and it's funny. And I was watching it. I was like, it's kind of funny, but why? Like, yeah. why would any? And it was literally going through my head. I was going, this is kind of funny, but why would anyone want to make a living getting like getting hurt? Like, why would anyone make money of getting hurt? And then I just sort of went, oh, I need to get punched in the face for the record. And I start sent it off to Sam, who directed everything, as kind of expected him to say, that's weird, no, you're all right. And he just came back and was like, it's perfect, let's do it. And I was just like, huh? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey? And he, he was going, mate, it's perfect. You know, he, he obviously he had been listening to the album and, you know, um, trying to find his, what he wanted to do creatively with it, with the artwork and stuff. And he was just like, that's what I want. That's it. Was, he was basically, he's got that eye. I haven't got the eye. I don't know what's I've can't, I've got no, um, I haven't got an artistic bone no. in my body, even in music, to be honest with you. But that's not my thing. And he's really good at it. So he, he was obviously uh, envisaging it. Um, so anyway, yeah, to, to answer your question, we shot it in the barbershop after our after hours and now when you're trying to get that shot with uh, the skin sort of coming off the skull and the spit and all the rest of it um there's various ways you can shoot that as i found out so i got punched i reckon over 40 times it hit me but uh dean is is trained in yeah. mixed martial arts so the geezer can throw a punch but um so he started off you know gentler on the gentle side and he'd go five percent harder and he'd hit me and it would be bang on five percent harder than it was before and i was like jesus christ and then it'd be like ten percent harder and then i it was he was asking me at this time so bear in mind i'm just repeating i'm getting punched I then get sprayed down put some water in my mouth reset and then i'll get punched again it was action bang to get and um and then what the thing that sort of shocked me was I was given the the yes, the go ahead to the the increase in percentages, and then Cameron, who was shooting it, and Sam, who was directing it, started answering for me. He was like fifteen percent harder. They were both like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just sort of stood there, that like getting my face punched off here, and you're you're agreeing it. So anyway, we we went on and on, and uh, 
the problem was is Dean because he is trained and because he is good, he was hitting me bang on the jaw. It, like yeah. bang on the you know the, the right there every single time and we needed him to hit me in the cheek to get the and he basically just couldn't miss so i'd say 35 of the 40 times i were punched it wasn't usable there was probably only five five proper punches and they were proper punches as well yeah. i think there's some vid video footage we got somewhere i need to dig that out um but anyway yeah so yeah it did hurt not only that i dropped dean home because uh, it was we we shot it in the evening. I dropped him home. I was driving back across Southampton, and we came to I came to the traffic lights. You know, when you're driving at night, you get the glare off the lights. Yeah. I was just sat at the lights and looked sort of looked at waiting, you know, for it to go green, and the glare just like didn't stop coming. <laughs> and I was just like, then I felt my head. I was just like, oh Jesus, I feel like I feel a bit ropey. Then the headache started, and then I got home and had dinner with my girlfriend and I just, I mean, I couldn't even like string a sentence together. Yeah. I was like punch drunk. Yeah, it was probably like, had a concussion. <laughs> yeah. Like mild concussion or something. I see it. It's been, I tell you what, it's been a long, long time since I've been punched in the face and uh, yeah. I can't believe I did it willingly, but, um, but we're very happy with, with how it turned out. And, and to be honest with you, you know, it's quite a lot of fun. Dean's worked with me since we were 17. So I mean, he's probably got a lot of pent up anger. He's probably wanted, <laughs> wanted to punch me quite a few times. So it was good for him. It was cathartic. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine it was. Um, and again, it's that fine line between bravery and stupidity, I guess. But as yeah, you say, yeah. you know, the the outcome kind of justifies to some extent the, the means. And it's a fantastic piece of artwork, which really catches the eye. Um, yeah. And again, obviously... Uh, those listening, you know, if you can pick up a copy of it and you, you can have a piece of that artwork on the front cover of the vinyl or the CD to, to yeah, keep man. and obviously justify Sean's uh, you know, decision. There. Um, <laughs> so um, we'll, we'll move on to obviously the live side and, and you've got, I say, a proper tour coming up. Um, you're going to yeah. be going you know, all across uh, the country and Ireland as well, I believe. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, I take it this is going to be an opportunity for listeners to, to be able to hear some of these new songs live yeah absolutely yeah we're um i guess it's probably a bit the set would be about 50 50 of uh of the new album and um stuff they're more familiar with and we've got a little bit of a rotating set so we're going to be playing you know I'm, I'm i'm aiming to play a different set or at least a different order every single night uh, it's like i think it's 17 tour shows and two festival shows and 19 shows in total and we're planning on on having a you know a, a bit of a rotation um so yeah yes yeah, it's, it's yeah it's gonna be great i can't can't wait I've, and i'm rehearsed i'm actually rehearsed <laughs> i practiced i tried really hard so um yeah so um yeah it's gonna be brilliant man i'm re really really looking forward to it it's uh it's been a long time coming yeah definitely and again obviously i encourage the listeners to pop along to a show um best way to find out obviously where you're playing these days is across social media so every podcast i like to give out the social handles um so people can track you down but of course the links will be in the bio to the episode anyway um yeah. but for those that like me to read them out uh, on instagram and twitter uh sean mcgarren uk and on facebook sean mcgarren music uk so i'm guessing there's yeah. another sean mcgarren uk out there uh no, I think the Facebook came first, oh. and that was yeah, that was it. Because I, I mean, yeah, I don't know actually. Yeah, maybe. 
There are there are there is another Sean McGowan out there. He's wicked. He's a jazz guitarist in America. I mean, there's more than one other yeah. guy yeah. with the same name as me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I often often find I'll turn up at a festival or something and they've used his photo <laughs> instead of mine. It's, I, I was once actually uh, a label I was working with for the last one. Um, I played their festival and I was literally about to sign to them and they put his photo in the pro the program of the festival instead of mine. I was like, guys, come on. I literally had a meeting with you like a week ago. You know, I don't look like that dude. Like, but um, yeah, what can you do, man? What can you do? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, is, that is bad. Um, but um, funny. Well, though. It is funny. It is funny. You've got to laugh at these things. Um, yeah, definitely. So um, just to finish off on the, on the tour, obviously you are, you're hitting a load of uh, this country's amazing grassroots venues um you know quite a few of which are you know currently at risk um and obviously we've got organizations like the music venue trust doing fantastic work uh around that but you know just to mm -hmm. touch on you know for an artist such as yourself you know, how important are these venues and having that network uh, across the country how how important it is for you? yeah cr crucial oh, i've worked in one i worked in the joiners for nearly a decade so um yeah no they're they're you know they're without them there is that's that's it so um it's always uh i feel like it's always just so easy to you throw your support and be throw away and the problem we i think we've had with uh, being smaller artists especially over covid is we're limited in what we could do in terms of helping because we had no money and you know we the limited opportunity we had to make money was to pay our rent rather than fundraise for um you know to to sort of do our part basically so um i feel like a, a lot of artists similar size to me i've been talking to this this is how we do our part you know we go on tour and um like i said fee fees and stuff are, are down across the boards and it's try it's do going out and still trying it and trying to make it work you know and um still having a go because uh you know well i'm 30 now so um I've, that, that's that's all I've all I've ever as for, in terms of headline shows they're the only venues I've ever headlined you know I've never I've uh I've, I've never been able to to sort of go beyond that and I can sort of be happier than where I'm at really um you get to meet people uh and actually form personal relationships rather than you know um an email here and there sort of uh and then you you see them once on the evening as you do in arena shows or or even you know uh, O two size shows, so um yeah they're just it's just crucial. Most of my best mates work in work in venues dotted around this country. I'm going to the pub, which I've also worked at as well in Newport. Um, Sam and Matt they're great friends of mine. My best mate Ricky still uh, the promoter at the Joiners. Um, you know it's there's just people all over and at dhp who's um putting on our london show and our nottingham show you know it's um it's just it's nuts ian down in pompey i mean I, i'm not gonna list everyone no. but you know it's uh, you do you do sort of you know you form from relationships iwan in bristol is another good one actually he for instance he booked me when i i think it was on my first ever headline tour um, first or second, no one would give me a chance. No, I couldn't get a show for love and money. He took it, he lost money. He took the next one, he lost money. And we've stuck with him since, you know. 
and uh, hopefully he doesn't lose money on this one. <laughs> no, fingers but crossed. Yeah. But yeah, definitely that network is just so, so important. And, you know, you, you talk about doing your bit and, and the last sort of thing that I wanted to talk to you about is, you know, something that I felt where you really did your bit, actually. So we've talked about or, or alluded to COVID um, during this conversation. So during COVID, um, you were one of the artists that, you know, tried something a bit different and, and you put on some live stream shows that people could yeah. watch. And obviously I was going to thank you for them because as a regular gig attendee, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, COVID just uh, decimated that, you know, obviously. Yeah. For, I used to, you know, base my weeks on what gigs I had coming up, you know, and I had nothing. So, you know, the live streams that yourself and others put on um, gave structure, you know, it, to my life certainly and obviously kept um some semblance of live music going for me yeah. so you know, really beneficial for, for my mental health and for a lot of others i know so obviously thank you for doing them but uh thank you, you know, what are thank your you. memories of putting them on you know um looking back mm-hmm. now um with uh, maybe slightly rose-tinted glasses because obviously it was a horrible horrible time but um yeah, yeah what are your thoughts on them well, it was it was a strange one that because um, I kept getting emails and stuff for people. So I I didn't I started later and finished earlier than basically than everyone else who was doing them. And the reason for that was is I I, bas- I it made me feel uncomfortable um, doing the whole PayPal thing, and I I just I I didn't feel like you know, just doing a Facebook, I didn't feel like it was worth people's money. Right. So that at first it was really, it was, it was tough because of that. And, um, and then it got to a point where I had, I, I had no money. So it was, well, this is all I can do. And then, you know, I found myself in the day of the show, like printing off like my PayPal link to hang up and behind it. I was just like, who the fuck have, am I? Right. Like, <laughs> um, do you know what I mean? It was just brutal, man. And then I, was do I did the couple and I was just like it was just it, I could my because I was at my my mum and dad's house at the time and I could hear them watching it in the room and like pissing themselves laughing reading the comments like people mugging me off on that in the comments <laughs> and then after I'd finished the the, the set after I've like gone off live I'd then go back and read through all the comments and it was fucking hilarious yeah. people just ripping the shit out of me for wearing sliders yeah. and stuff like that and it, <laughs> it was it, and it was just so I don't know I, I, like it made me emotional do you know what I mean yeah. because it was just so so lovely and then you'd go through obviously have to go through like the PayPal stuff and um people would you know would t- tip you a quid that's all they had it didn't and it didn't fucking matter but the, the mess people leave messages and it was just like man the whole thing was like so so lovely so i was trying to go back and e- that email every single person which um which took like t- took fucking ages and i was like I was, I was getting like upset doing it do you know what i mean <laughs> um but it was it was amazing it that that part of it was was it was just so lovely and rewarding and i felt like so humbled that people wanted to see me sat in you know my my mum and dad's dining room like playing playing the songs and all the rest of it um but if if i am completely and utterly honest which uh i I always try to be towards the end it i found it quite depressing i found it really difficult to the last sort of um i think it was the last one i did and i was just like 
I don't think I performed particularly well. I don't think I really, I don't think I, I, I don't, my head wasn't right. I shouldn't have, I should have pulled it is what I should have done, but I tried to, tried to do it. And it just felt like, I, I guess in hindsight now, I was just, I was so scared that I was never going to be uh, a musician again. And, you know, I was already making plans for, uh, to become a barber and to retrain, um, which I'd, I had in the back of my, to be honest, I had the back of my mind quite early in COVID that I wanted to uh, learn a trade that people had, uh, people had to come to me. Generally, yeah. I had to physically be there. Um, um, and uh, yeah, so it, it, it was a kind of like, I'd, it was around the time I think I had applied, I'd paid like my deposit for the barber course and stuff. And I was just like, Oh, this might be this might be it you know this might might be it for me now like um you know i, I had, le had left the label and it was mon the money was what it was and i was just like uh maybe you know maybe it's this uh like curtains here so in the end my 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 last re like remaining thought of it in on the time scale was uh i was just depressed really um but now however when i look back at that time i can i can look beyond that and see all the comment you know think of all the comments of people absolutely ripping the shit out of me <laughs> and and that's you know i played football all my life i've you know i've got my friends uh i don't I, i'm not sure if i have a friend who's ever said anything nice to me you know it's that's not that's not um who i am it's it, i try to make things fun and um so and you know that that's kind of the, I feel like now I've I'm back to my same old self. You know I I think I can look back at that and 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 process it a lot better and and see the funny sides of it and see the incredibly humbling um and humbling sides of it and also just like people's generosity. You know there was um I was I will always look through that time and sort of where i'm at now being able to make this record and stuff and that was you know the generosity of 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 people i'd i played for you know and that's that i think that's something quite uh as cringe as it might sound there's something quite magical in that and um uh, yeah just for just gratitude really gratitude and and laughing at people taking the piss out of me yeah, it, the comments were uh, absolutely hilarious. Yeah, with the slides, they're amazing, weren't they? But equally, the innovation on your part to have the the applause play. Um, yeah. I, I used to watch any live stream I could get my hands on. I'd watch, but you were the only one really putting the the production in, as it were, like that, which was fantastic. yeah. Well, I also I started one. I think it might have been the Titanic theme tune. Um, my heart will go on and something like that. And their bastards pulled it because obviously it's copyright. And I was just like, oh, what a dickhead. So I let it play for like the four minute, five minutes, however long it is. And people are just like going, we can't hear anything. We kick it off. We can't hear anything. And I was like, fuck, I'm in too far now. I'm just going to deal with it. But um, yeah, man, it was funny. Well, weird, weird to think that that was, you know, not not really that long ago. But um, yeah, you're just, just uh, humbling, really. Yeah. And it is weird to think it wasn't that long ago. Uh, but thankfully, obviously... Um, the world is kind of getting back on its feet. Um, and obviously, yeah. you know, for listeners again, obviously, Who on Earth is out April 14th. Yeah. Um, and there is a really good, lengthy tour. Um, I'm sure that Sean is coming somewhere near you. So obviously, head to social media, head to Sean's website. Um, yeah, and I'd certainly encourage you to find a date, go along to a show, buy the album if you can. Um, it's been an absolute 
um, pleasure chatting with you, Sean. Really, really has. Thanks for um, having me, man. Appreciate it, Paul. What would be your final message for the listeners today? Um, I don't know. I get. I guess. I guess my my message at the moment is uh, the the thing I keep telling myself is uh, just about staying resilient and uh, and so it's trying just staying resilient, trying to stay positive or at least seeing the positives. Like, um, I've, if for instance, I've got an issue with FedEx at the moment. <laughs> And it was quite funny today, you know. I was, I was chatting with one of my clients, and you know, the bloke, the bloke's not in, not in a, a great place at all. And there's me in his ear going, "Like, I'm going to find this FedEx driver. I'm going to, you know, like whatever. I'm going to steal his van, and I'm going to deliver my CDs to myself." And he's going, like, he's laughing at me, and I'm sort of going, "Shit, man, like." So what? The CDs are late, you know. I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm working around that. I'm going to get up early and drive up and to meet them and pick them up myself it's just like there you go it's fixed so i think um i have a tendency to throw my toys out of the pram and panic and overthink and worry and the the one the one thing i've been doing that's really helped me is, is making lists and also learning that you could just laugh at stuff man when it goes tits up and there's always a way to you know always a way to fix something as long as you're you know as long as you're calm enough to to process it and deal with it so my final m message would be other than buy my album please uh would be um yeah stay calm stay resilient and try to find the positives in it and have a laugh yeah uh, and i think that's one of the the, the best final messages we've had on the podcast because it's such an important one um and yeah obviously absolutely wish you all the best with you know the tour and, and the album and everything coming up sure thank you so much thank you for your time man i really appreciate it thank you for having me on well, thank you, everyone, for listening. I really do hope you enjoyed that chat there with Sean McGowan. Do make sure to check out his new album, Who on Earth, which is out April 14th. And, of course, follow Sean across social media to stay up to date with everything coming from him. You can also follow Full Pelt on social media. We're on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And finally, if you would, please do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button wherever you're watching or listening, because we will be back very soon with another episode of the Full Pelt Music Podcast.